You know, when I look around at all the entrepreneurs who are grinding it out, spending 70 to 80 hours per week growing their business, you have to ask yourself the question, at what cost? Hi, my name is Tim Uchuk, and in this podcast, we're going to be exploring the tools, tactics, and strategies for crushing it and scaling your business without making the ultimate sacrifice of your time and freedom. What's up, everyone? Tim Uchuk here. It's dark and early here on the island Monday morning. I woke up this morning. I actually went for, uh, some of you may know, I went for surgery on, on Friday. I had a uh, hockey injury on my, my forehead from like 10 years ago, or more than that, maybe 15 years ago. And um, there was like a bunch of scar tissue there, so I had to get it removed. And I woke up this morning and I look like the, uh, it's a good thing you can't see me right now. I look kind of like the elephant man. My eye is all swollen over and I can kind of hardly see through it. But uh, no, it should go, swelling should go down and I got to get the stitches out this week. So that's all fun. Um, but uh, it is Monday morning and I love Mondays. I just love, we have our, our weekly uh, leadership meetings on Monday, Tuesdays. So my weeks are pretty front loaded, but um for those of you that have been uh, following this podcast, last week I was back at the office in Edmonton and uh, just chatting with team members and just reinforcing habits. And what I wanted to share with you all um, today is, is a habit around accountability and ownership within your business. And it's pretty simple and pretty straightforward um, in terms of uh, creating and generating just more accountability, more ownership. And specifically, I'm just going to go through an example and, and just some tips that I think might help you out. Um, if you feel like um, if you feel like people just <laughs> can't hear you, they don't understand, and things just aren't moving forward, they aren't getting done. When you're wanting to, uh, you know, divide and conquer among your team. So whether or not this this really applies to anything, as I as I say pretty often, you know, software is just a tool, right? If you use Post-it notes, if you use software. It's just, it really is just a tool. Um, what's really important in order to drive the right habits is the, is the system, is, is the process behind the tool. So you could use most tools out there and probably achieve some level of success. It really, really comes down to, to the process and the behaviors underneath the tool. And so to that end, um, the discussions that we had were just reinforcing around when we're wanting to get anything done. It could be anything. It could be, you know, scheduling something, ordering parts, um, following up with someone. When we're working on it on on something as a team, here are uh, here are the things that you an internal checklist for you to to kind of um, gut check and see if you have these things in place. Because if you don't, chances are that habits are going to slip. Uh, so number one, if you're capturing something that needs to get done within your business, is it clear what needs to get done? In other words, let's say that it's got a, a title, let's, let's call it a task. Is it clear and does it have an action word? So for example, if it's, um, let's use the example of you know, ordering parts and you just write down, this could be on a post-it note, it could be on a whiteboard, it could be on you know, software, on a card or something like that. If you just write down, uh, what's a good gasket, for example, let's say you're ordering a gasket. This could be any task, really. Um, and you just write down gasket. Now, it's not clear if you have to ask, okay, who is this for? What kind of gasket? What do we want to do with the gasket? Do we want to order it? So there should be an action word associated. It should be clear so that 
whoever's reading it has context. So that's number one is, is clarity and an action word so you know what needs to be done. So we want to attach a verb to wherever you're putting this. Again, could be a whiteboard, could be a post-it note, could be software. Make it clear so that people have context without having to, um, just by reading it, they don't have to ask questions. So that's number one. Number two is who owns it? Who's actually working on this thing? And if that's not specified or clear, guess what's probably going to happen? It's probably not going to get done. The other um, area where people get stuck is that um, they put multiple people on it. So again, this, this could be a, a software where you're assigning multiple people. Um, <laughs> I think that uh, people love this in terms of uh, shirking responsibility because it's so easy if you have more than one person um, owning something to, uh, to say, I thought you were going to do it. So one set of eyeballs quarterbacking it, even if you've got multiple people working on it, who is that one person who's going to make sure that this thing gets done? So assigning one, one owner is number two. So number one was, was, is it clear? Does it have an action word? Number two, is there an actual owner? One set of eyeballs for this thing. Number three, is there an expected due date where you can see it and you can see when, when this thing is due? So is there a date associated with this thing that needs to get done? Could be a task again if it's on a post-it a whiteboard what is the date and just putting a date by the way uh, without being clear on what that date means is not good enough so we want to we want to be specific in terms of you know if you're on a whiteboard um, when it's due by so we can see that really clearly so that's number three so number one was was clarity in terms of an action word so people can read what needs to get done without having to ask follow-up questions what does this mean Number two, one owner. Number three is a due date. And rule of thumb, what I recommend is we work in one-week sprints. So everything that we work on is due by the end of the week. And if it's too big to accomplish by the end of the week, we break it down. So we make that task smaller into a bite-sized chunk so that we can actually get it done. So number three is a due date. And number four, let's say that the date passes and nothing has happened. We want to have, and a lot of this comes down to your culture as well, which you want to, um, you want to build in, you know, do we, do we value getting things done on time? Do we value, um, you know, the result? We've got a results only work environment, for example. Do we value those things? Do we value punctuality as a team? Um, because if we don't, and by the way, these, um, this comes from the top down. If the leaders are, are late for meetings, guess what permission you're granting to everyone else on your team if you're showing up late in the morning. So being punctual, um, all of these little habits are, are just like making your bed, right? And again, it comes back to how you do one thing is how you do everything. So are you setting the right examples to say, this is the way, this is the way we do it here? Because um, that's going to feed right back into, let's say that the date has passed. Um, let's say that you wanted to get it done October 25th. It's now November 1st, and you're just staring at it, <laughs> and nothing is being said. Nothing's being done. That's a cultural thing as well. So when the time um, passes, what we do, and we use, um, we use whiteboards in some scenarios, we use um, software in, in other scenarios. But when the time passes, I see a big red overdue on that thing. And so one of our, uh, our meeting agenda items is to review things that are stuck, that are overdue. And then when we look at them, now we've got clarity in terms of what was supposed to be done. We've got an owner so that we can attach who, uh, who's responsible for being overdue. And then um, here's another uh, tip that I would add is that as a leader and as an organization, 
you want to blame the system rather than the people. So if something's late, people are going at it uh, the wrong way is, why is this late? Why did, are you lazy? And you're attributing all kinds of negative um, attributions to, to the person attacking their character. The right way to go about it, if you want to create a, a healthy um, team environment, is to attack the system in terms of, you know, what happened here? What uh, Did you run into any roadblocks? Do you need any support? So we're, we're assuming that the person has the best intentions and we're really attacking the system. Now, let's say that the person is actually just doesn't care and so on. Um, we still take that approach because ultimately we're going to arrive at, um, you know, all of the excuses have been taken off the table. And then the final one is, you know, is this, is this the right responsibility for you? Should we give this to somebody else? And then eventually you're in a respectful um, way showing due process. You're, you're giving them the option um, to, to either stick, stay on the team or, um, you know, they might have a, a better opportunity elsewhere. But um, the whole way along you're attacking the system, not the person, which, by the way, is another one of our core values. And so when the, um, when the time passes, do you have a way to see that? Um, and so we color code things again with um, green and red. So if it's dry erase, we've got green and, and red dry erase markers so that we can see abnormalities are written in red. So, for example, if it's on a whiteboard, you could write, um, you know, overdue. On Post-its, way back when, what we used to do, and there's, there's a number of tricks here to, to really reinforce good habits, was um, we used to have a uh, to-do, doing, done board uh, in, in our meeting room. And so, again, this is like over a decade ago before we started using more, more software in our business. But we would have these red sticky dots, just these red sticky dots, and um, you know, we've got our daily huddle. And every day that passed that, that something was overdue, we would just throw a little dot on there. And so some of these things were just <laughs> full of these red dots. And then, of course, we saw there was an owner um, associated with it. And that was just how we showed that, you know, the, the clock is ticking. And every day that passes, this, this thing is um, overdue. And, and we could see it without having to, you know, you've probably heard me talk about signal-to-noise ratio. So I could walk into the room because we were following this practice. And I don't have to drill into the details. I could just look really clearly and see, okay, this, this post-it note here has a bunch of dots on it. And so what's going on here? We got a triage. And so whenever you can, that's why there's many doors to the same house. Whenever you can set up a, a method where you, you don't have to, to look too deeply to see that something's abnormal, to see that something is um, amiss, then that's just much better for the team. And um, it's not hidden. It's, it's very clear. Who owns it? Um, you know, is it overdue and how long has it been overdue? And so we've got a similar system um, on our software. But uh, again, because we attack the system, you know, we, the situation might have changed. Maybe it's no longer a priority. Maybe um, we're working on something else now. Whatever, whatever the case, um, you want to have the ability to, to see that without having to drill down and, and look into it. So I hope that makes sense. So just to refresh in terms of, you know, getting people more uh, responsible, accountable, um, improving ownership within your, within your business is when you have things that are, that need to get done. Number one is a clear, is there an action word? So is there a verb associated with it? Does it have enough context so that the person, anyone reading it understands what needs to get done very clearly? That's number one. Number two, uh, one owner, one set of eyeballs. So who, who owns this thing? If there's no name attached, then it's probably not going to get done. If there's more than one name attached, it's easy for people to say, I thought you were going to do it. 
Number three is there a due date, an expected due date, and recommend it again. Use shorter time cycles. We use one week so that you can be forced to break things down into smaller chunks. That's number three. Number four, when the time passes, do you have a, a mechanism in place for uh, to see how much time has passed so that um, you know if something's uh, one day overdue versus you know 10 days or, or two weeks overdue? Can you actually see that? And again, a couple tips, use you know, green and red could be dry erase markers if you're using whiteboard. Um, and if you're using software, there is probably, um, we use Trello, by the way, for, for a lot of this kind of stuff. And we set it up with some, uh, some, some automations that help out with this, which, which we teach in our, in our program. But uh, some way for you to see, without having to drill in, the abnormalities, again, um, see that you've got strong signal to noise, meaning that you can pay attention to the important things and, and it's not just a bunch of clutter and, and noise and chaos so that you have to just waste a, a bunch of your bandwidth in your brain trying to make sense of what you're looking at. So I hope that makes sense. I hope that's valuable. But that's that's some of the coaching um, in terms of our, our team just to reinforce when we're working on things um, to have those in place. So clarity, action words, um, one person responsible, due dates. And then when the time passes, you can see that the time has passed. So you can see that uh, we're in the red. So hope that was helpful. I'm going to uh, start my Monday. Uh, we got a meeting in about an hour here. And uh, I will talk to you guys soon. Hey, Tim Uchuck here. And real quick, if you enjoyed this podcast episode, if you could take a couple quick seconds to give it a rating, it would be very much appreciated. And secondly, if you're looking for more tools and strategies on how you can crush it in life and business, just head on over to bookwithtim.com where I've put together a free case study which shows you how to unlock unprecedented freedom today by using the two power levers. Just head on over to bookwithtim.com. Until next time, wishing you success and freedom in your business. Cheers.